to the Sports Gossip Girls podcast. I'm Madison. And I'm Hannah. So today is a little bit different. We don't have Izzy with us, but she will have her segment later on. She's on vacation, so we're missing her this week. But We will be discussing baseball. Um, we'll be talking about all the different games that went on um, this past week for opening week. Yeah, this is going to be a fun opening day recap. So to start off, a big thing that happened this week is the um, injury of Justin Verlander. So as you may know, he's obviously a key player to the Astros, and he's a big player in the rotation, obviously one of the probably best pitchers in the MLB. And he has a forearm injury, and he will be missing the rest of the season. So how do we think that's going to affect the Astros, Madison? I think that's a big loss because he's obviously their best pitcher now that they don't have Cole anymore. I think that since it's a modified season, they're better off shutting him down and, you know, exercising extreme caution. And it will cause damage to the Astros and their power. And I think, you know, obviously with the loss of Cole, like you said, they were relying on Verlander and he's a crucial player to their team. So now they're kind of in a rough spot without their big starter. Yeah, and their pitching isn't that great to begin with. It's more their, like, lineup and their hitters. So that's a big loss. Yeah, definitely. Another big thing that happened um, on opening day was Matt Olson of the Athletics Walk-Up Grand Slam, which was obviously super exciting. And obviously it was also affected by the new um, runner in scoring position in extra innings rule. So I think that was definitely cool to see it come into play in, like, the, one of the first, like, couple games. And... I don't really have much to say about it other than obviously that's really exciting and it gives a lot of um, wind in the sails for the athletics. And I think it should give them a good momentum. And it's obviously a crazy feeling to hit a grand slam, especially a walk-off and a great way to beat the Angels. I'd hate to be Milner who threw up that pitch and, of course, Joe Madden who brought in the lefty to face Olsen. But, you know, what can you do? Yeah. Yeah, I think the the runner on second is um, a very – interesting thing I think it could be good but it could also be bad obviously for the opposing team but I think it really worked in their favor and it was just really exciting to see them start off that way I mean hitting a walk-off grand slam on opening night and there's nothing better than that so yeah. that was really cool it must I can't even imagine being Olsen you know it must be just such a great feeling especially after maybe not even thinking you were going to play baseball and then you know in your first game you're playing so well and hitting walk-off grand slam that obviously an amazing feeling and especially with the runner in scoring position well I think that's a big game changer and I'd like to see how that plays out for the rest of the season it should be interesting to see yeah the Rockies also had themselves a great game um their pitcher Kyle Freeland pitched a no-hitter through six innings I believe um which is amazing obviously for opening night for any night so that's a great start of course it looks really great I think the Rockies are a pretty good team you know especially you know that pitcher looks great and I think um, I love Nolan Arenado. He's a great third baseman, and I think they might have a good season this year. Yeah, definitely. The Cubs also had a pretty big uh, opening day, I would say. Um, Kyle Hendricks pitched a nine-inning complete game shutout, which is awesome. Hopefully him and the Cubs keep that momentum, and they seem like they're off to a good start. I'm personally a fan of the Cubs, even though I'm a Yankee fan. If I had to pick an NL team to root for, it'd either be the Cubs or the Dodgers. So I think – you know, they're off to a good start. They also scored nine runs on Sunday night against the Brewers. I think they're looking great. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching their, uh, their first game where Kyle Hendricks pitched a complete game shutout. Um, that was really, really fun to watch. Um, and obviously, the Cubs are a very good team, so it didn't surprise me. Yeah, definitely. I think the Cubs and the Brewers was a good, like, opening day matchup to watch. It was definitely exciting. They're 
their series was definitely fun. There's some high scoring games and some big plays there. I think that was a really good game to watch. Yeah. The Dodgers split the series with the Giants. Um, they both won two games. And Kiki Hernandez had himself a great opening night. Um, he drove in five runs. He had four hits, I believe. The Dodgers are obviously off to a very good start. They're a very strong team, especially with the addition of Mookie Betts, who also had a very good uh, opening series, I would say. And I think they're going to look hot this season. They look great. Now to Izzy, who is in Jersey, for more about the Dodgers. Hey guys, it's Izzy. I'm really sorry that I couldn't have been a part of this week's episode with Matt and Hannah. Um, I was on vacation with my family this week, so it was kind of hard to like work around the same schedule, but I'm here because I really wanted to be a part of the episode. And I'm also really sorry for my appearance. I got a little sunburn. My face is kind of in pain, but here we go. And today we're going to be talking about the Dodgers opening series, but especially opening day. So the Dodgers didn't win, but they didn't lose. They tied against the San Francisco Giants with a final series score of two to two. But opening night was a big night for two people especially. One rookie, Dustin May. He pitched an amazing four and a half innings. I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of nervous when I was watching the game because Clayton Kershaw is one of my favorite pitchers. I think he is a, an amazing pitcher. I find him so enjoyable to watch. But with the announcement a few hours before, and then they said they were gonna put in a rookie. I, I didn't know what to expect, yet it obviously ended very well since they did win eight to one. I was very impressed and I'm very excited to see how Dustin will pitch for the rest of the season. Another big player was Kike Hernandez. Now he brought in five runs, I believe, with only four hits. Kike, we already knew that he was an amazing, strong, powerful player. And here he was on opening day, ready to show the world what he can do. I was very impressed. I thought it was a very enjoyable game to watch. He wants to take his team to the World Series. He was not playing around that night. And it was an amazing game. I know I've said that like five times already, but it was very enjoyable to watch, especially with being down from the Yankees rain delay, but they did win. So that was very exciting for me too. Um, but going from one game to the next, watching the Dodgers and Giants game, I had a great night. I thought it was very, very fun. As for the rest of the Dodgers series, um, it was nine to one, I believe was the second game, and then four to five and one to three. So the last two games weren't as great as the first two, but the rest of the season, I believe, will be as powerful as the first two games because they're tired. They want their World Series win. They really do want it. And I believe that with this lineup, me, Matt, and Hannah, when we said last episode, when MLB ranked the lineups and the Dodgers were first, like, that was no surprise. They were an amazing team last year. They're going to be an amazing team this year. And I think that that first game really will set the set stone for where they will go in the future of this season. And a final person I do want to talk about is Mookie Betts. I believe Los Angeles is his home. He looks like he's having a great time as a Dodger already and this season just started. And I know there's only 60 games, it is a shorter season, but I feel like the Dodgers really, he created a home within that team already. And I'm excited to see how 
he's going to grow from now till the end because I think that he loves being a Dodger already. He, he said it before, but I know that the Dodgers are his new family and he's definitely acting like it. He loves Los Angeles and Los Angeles looks great on him. And so I'm very, I'm very happy that he's a Dodger actually, because I think he what he could have been the final piece of their puzzle. Like I feel like Garrett Cole was a final piece for the Yankees. I feel like he could be the final Dodgers piece. I mean, the Dodgers were already a strong, powerful team, and then you get someone like Mookie Betts playing with the rest of their strong players. So I think it's gonna be a great season for them. All right, back to Matt and Hannah. Thank you so much, guys. Obviously, there was a bit of a setback in Major League Baseball in this past week with the Marlins' major COVID outbreak. It's very frustrating for all the teams, especially the Phillies, the Yankees, and the Orioles, who are all supposed to have games that wound up being postponed. It's also disappointing for fans who are looking forward to watching these games and have been, you know, um, unfortunately unable to watch their favorite teams play. And at least there was a viable solution for the Yankees to play the Orioles in Baltimore this week. And hopefully they come out with a win and maybe sweep the series. I'd love to see it. Um, it obviously sucks and it's a little bit ridiculous that this happened. And I think hopefully from now on they can adjust, learn their lesson, and hopefully the season continues as normal. Although this does worry me a little bit because I was really scared we weren't going to have a season to begin with. And now I think this kind of – this is obviously very upsetting and is kind of nerve-wracking because – the season could end just like that if this happens again or affects more teams. Thankfully, it didn't really affect the Phillies that much, but we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Yeah, it's really horrible that a lot of the players on the Marlins have COVID, but it's a very good thing that it's only the Marlins and not like 15 people on each team because that would be like horrible and the season would probably have to be um, ended. But I think it's annoying how teams like the Astros and the Dodgers, when they had their brawl, they couldn't actually have a big brawl. Um, COVID kind of stopped that. So that's like, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see that as well this season. Yeah, I definitely think it's hard. And like I said, it's super frustrating because as a Yankee fan, I'm, you know, the team, I know the Yankees are trying to do their best and doing everything they can to prevent an outbreak. And, you know, a lot of the players have stated that. I think Britain came across and said something along those lines. And I just think it's frustrating, especially for the players to see that, you know, another team maybe isn't doing as much or isn't putting in that effort. And then something like this happens and their game gets postponed, even though they weren't even supposed to play the Marlins. It affects more than one team. And I think it's kind of like a domino effect. So that's super upsetting. But like you said, too, the Dodgers had, you know, a super exciting uh, brawl, if you want to call it that, um, on Tuesday night. And honestly, as a Yankee fan, seeing that happened was really exciting for me. I'm not a huge fan of Joe Kelly, but I appreciate what he did. And I just found that really funny. I love when there's passion behind something. And I just think that, you know, as a Red Sox and then now as a Dodger, you know, he really has that like feeling towards the Astros. And I think that seeing that come out was really exciting, honestly. Yeah, yeah definitely. It was fun to watch. Like I said earlier, um, the Yankees will now be playing the Orioles this week, and I think the Yankees came out really hot in D.C. Cole looked really good on opening day. He pitched five and only allowed run one run. Obviously, the game got cut short due to rain. I would have loved to have seen you know, the game play out and see what would have happened. I came close to predicting the score. You know, I said 4-1. Maybe that extra run would have been scored. Not that I wanted that to happen, but it might have. Um, obviously, what can you do that the game 
got rained out. But I think Stanton looks strong throughout this series, which is a really good sign. Hopefully he has a big season to come. Even Wade looked good. You know, I'm a big Wade fan personally. And he was running like a linebacker. He had a nice butt. And honestly, he's batting a 1,000 right now. So I'm all in for that. Um, The first win of 2020 in the MLB, which is really awesome. And, you know, I think their big loss, 9-2, to kind of – gave them that power and they came back to win on Sunday, winning 3-2, as well as winning the series, which was really great to see um, against the World Series champs. So I think they look really good. Yeah, and I'm hoping to see Gleyber Torres hitting a lot of home runs against them because, I mean, he's hit, he hit 13 home runs against Baltimore last year. So Definitely. I'm glad that of all teams they do get to play the Orioles because they do play really well against them, especially in Camden Yards and especially, like you said, Gleyber Torres, you know, does really well there. You know, all the players do well there. Hopefully it'll also give them a little bit of a break, maybe put in some of their um, other players. Maybe Mike Ford will get a start at first one day, and I think that would be really nice to see since he hasn't really gotten a start yet. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to seeing Miguel and Duhar because I know we all know what he's capable of and he hasn't done so well. Um, I mean, he's only played one game actually. He played Sunday, but he didn't do much in that game. So I think he'll start to um, just be himself and hit a lot. For sure. I definitely think their opening series gave them some good motivation. Obviously, like I said, or a little bit earlier, that big loss definitely gave them some, you know, motivation to do better and, be angry. The other big New York team, we have the Mets. They had not so great of an opening series. They only won once against Atlanta, um, and the score was one nothing. Then they lost 3-5 and 1-14, to so that didn't look too great, but then they came and played the Sox and had two really big wins, crushing them 7-4 uh, to and 8-3, to so I think that definitely gives them a boost, and I think they look good. Yeah, I was watching the Mets game, um, I think it was last week against the Braves, well, one of the Mets games, um, and uh, Cespedes, he hit a home run, which was really big because it was his first one since 2018. So I think now that they have, like, their big bats back, they could be good. They are good. Yeah, especially with Alonso, hopefully he has another big season, I think. I'm a fan of him. He's definitely a guy I can appreciate. He seems like a great guy. He seems like a big team player, and I think he just wants the team to win and do well, and I think with his bat, he'll definitely be able to have some big wins. Yeah, for sure. And also, Conforto is looking very good. He hit a home run the other night against Boston, as many of their hitters did. (laughs) Without Syndergaard, I definitely think the rotation does have a little bit of a struggle, but I also think, you know, DeGrom is going to look really strong, hopefully. I would like to see that for them. You know, Subway Series is something I always look forward to and love to watch. Hopefully there's some good games between the Yankees and the Mets. I always go to the Subway Series, especially sometimes at City Field. I think that's fun, too. It's another ballpark, and I think that the Mets look pretty good. Like you said, I think they're going to do good. I think they have some great key players that should really come forward this year and make the team the way they should be. Yeah, and also the Rays, um, they, like a few days ago, had – 14 strikeouts. Um, they were looking really good. Tyler Glasnow, he's a very underrated pitcher. I think he's going to be very good. Um, he had a great game. He was just rocking. So Yeah. They, um, on the 27th on Monday, they won 14-5. Uh, to And I think their bats really came out to play. I think, you know, if they have that power and that motivation, 
they should be doing good as well as the Blue Jays, I think, can also look really good. They have some a lot of young guys, you know, Bo Bichette and Vlad Jr. But I definitely do think they're good players and hopefully, well, not hopefully for the Yankees, but I think they will have a pretty good season. Obviously, it's a little hard with them not being able to play in Toronto, but hopefully they'll find their home in Buffalo, I guess, and they'll you know, be able to have their season because obviously every fan wants that and I'm sure the players you know, obviously want to have a season and be able to adjust, which is definitely hard not playing in your home ballpark, so. Yeah. It's very surprising to me that Christian Yelich, I think he's like one for 20-something. Yeah. I forget the exact number, but he's not off to a great start. And, you know, that could always change. They've only played a few games. Um, but it's just surprising to me that he's not doing so well. Yeah, me too. I like him as a player, and I think he's obviously very good. I would, I'm kind of surprised he's not off to such a great start. Hopefully, yeah. you know, he'll pick that up. You know, every player has their off days. It's only been, you know, a couple of games. Hopefully, he picks up some steam. I'd like to see him, you know, swinging for the fences. You know, he always has an exciting season, so. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully he'll be good. Trout is off to a great start. Didi, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. I miss Didi already, you know, he hit some crazy home runs the past couple of days and, you know, I loved him as a Yankee, but, you know, they don't really have room for him with Glaber and DJ and there's just so much going on. The Yankees have so many young players and so many big prospect players and I think, you know, he did have to go, unfortunately. I didn't want him to, but I think the Phillies is a good home for him. And I think, you know, he has some good teammates over there. A lot of the Yankees got some of their Neil Walker, Andrew McCutcheon, Ronald Reyes, I think. You know, especially with Joe Girardi, too, I think, you know, they'll have a good bond on that team as well. I think that'll really be, like, a good bonding thing for the team since they've all played on the same team. I think that would – that'll help them as a team as well. Yeah. I think the Yankees have some really exciting games coming up, obviously, with these easy – hopefully easier games against the Orioles. And then we have a big series against the Red Sox at home. You know, that should be fun. Yeah. Uh, a big rivalry come out it's always something I love to watch and unfortunately I don't think the Red Sox are going to do that well this season not unfortunately I'm kind of happy about that but um unfortunately for them I don't think they're going to do that well this season um you know they don't have Bookie Betts anymore and um and Chris Sale being hurt I definitely think it's also a big loss since he's always tough against the Yankees um you know I don't think they have the power that they normally do but we'll see how that series goes it should be exciting yeah, it should. I'm really looking forward to that. And hopefully these games aren't um, getting canceled anymore and the COVID thing can be maintained. But everyone's going to have to do their part and just no brawls for now. And yeah. yeah, I mean, I know they've barely talked about it, but hopefully maybe having some fans at the very end of the season would be something I would love to see. You know, I've had tickets for um, games since almost last year. I've had I had Yankees Astro tickets for September. Obviously, yeah. things aren't going to happen, which is really unfortunate. I was looking forward to that. But thankfully, other teams are doing the dirty work for us against the Astros. Yeah. I would have loved to go see those games. Obviously, watching games in person isn't comparable to watching them from home. Obviously, it's still baseball, and I'll take what I can get. But I would love to be in a stadium at some point this season. Obviously, I have to wait till next year. I guess I'll have to wait. But obviously, that's something I'd want to do. So hopefully, like you said, everyone does their part and this can stay under control. It's obviously a big deal for all the teams and the Marlins are just an example of what not to do. So hopefully they learn from that mistake and everybody realizes the seriousness of this and handles it as such. Yeah. 
Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and leave suggestions for more topics you want to hear. Thank you so much. We're really looking forward to next week. We'll be having some special guests on the podcast. It's going to be a surprise, so we can tell you. But um, I think you'll really enjoy those episodes. So looking forward to that. Thank yeah. you so much for the support already, and next week should be very exciting. Bye.